UMGoBlue.com. By fans, for fans. Since 1999. Hello. Good morning. If you have a question, raise your hand. We'll get started. All right, Casey, go ahead. Um, sorry for me asking this, but uh, status on the Wood Hill, what's, what's, his, what's, the, what's the status? Uh, being evaluated for uh, concussion protocol. Okay, thanks, man. Start with John, right? Coach Shea had 12 interceptions through 10 games at Ole Miss. He's got three through 10 here. How much is that natural maturation? How much has uh, how he's been used here and your staff's input had a role in that? Well, I mean, I'll, I think all those things are are um, factors. The you know the fact that he makes really good decisions when he throws the ball. Uh, he throws really accurate balls. Uh, sees the field really well. But I mean, from the first game he played here, I mean. That was that was really evident with him that he um, he did, there's not a lot of a lot of times where it could have got intercepted. You know, he just uh, like even commented midseason. You know, that that was the, that was the first ball I can remember he even had a chance to be intercepted, um, et cetera. So the fact that he makes really good decisions and throws the ball very accurately is. The highest percentage of whites has more. What seventeen touchdowns, three interceptions? I think it is right now. Yeah. Chris, there's been guys banged up on the defensive line during a lot of the year. Can you just talk about the job that uh, Greg Madison's done and keeping that use of unit cohesive and, and operating at a high level? Yeah, Greg's done a great job. Um, they're um, getting a lot of cut. Contributions from a lot of guys uh, in the defensive line, and Chase has been a stalwart, no question about it. Um, Rashawn had um, defensive player of the defensive lineman of the week this week. Uh, great having him back in the lineup. Quitty Pay has done a great job. Uh, Josh Uche as well. Uh, Brian Monet's having a very good season, and um, Aubrey Solomon. He's played very well. Um, Lawrence Marshall having his best year, so got to give a lot of credit to, to Greg Madison for sure, the way he's consistently does a great job coaching the, the defensive line. The, you know, there's two other coaches that don't, don't get talked about as much who are doing a fabulous job, and that's Al Washington. Uh, you notice uh, just so many good, good, good play out of Kalik Hudson and and uh, Josh Uche, um, his contribution has been huge. Also, uh, he does a just a high energy coach. Does a great job in recruiting. And the other is uh, Sharon Moore, who done a fabulous job with the tight ends. The, the tight ends are really being coached here at Michigan. Uh, Sean McCune, the things that he does. Um, Blocking, mainly uh, blocking. There's just nobody better that I've seen. Uh, just talked about how he can block the linemen, he can block defensive linemen, he can block the linebackers, he can block safeties. But I mean, his his level of blocking is is so high right now that um, yeah. he he has this ability with his back turned to the runner. So the running backs behind him, 
you know, he can't see, but he knows where the running back is going to is going to end up. He's able to be engaged with a blocker and then, you know, shift his shift his uh, you know his backside, not even seeing where the running back's going, but knowing that the running back's going. He had one of those plays in this in this past game that that really um, really bore that out. And um, Gentry, of course, is is really playing well. Nick Eubanks is, you know. What a difference from last year to this year in, in Nick's play. So, uh, and Sharon's done a great job in, in recruiting as well. It's just, uh, you know, just really wanted to mention those those two coaches in particular because I don't hear people talking about them that much. But uh, really, two rising two rising stars in the profession. When did I mention that? A long time ago. If you don't believe that, maybe I'm misremembering that. It does seem like a long time ago. Um, yeah, I feel like it's it's really come together. Um, the um, the obvious reason for why would that take longer than some other things is uh, that there's there's not just in, you know, there's five guys that really are working working in together. Uh, there's there's trio blocks. There's double teams. There's uh, there's uh, fullbacks involved. There's tight ends involved. Uh, you know, getting that all orchestrated and uh, can take can take some time. On the left, Jim, what are the biggest ways that uh, Peoples Jones has uh, developed this year, and really the wide receivers as a whole as well? Well, <clears throat> the. Um, the biggest, the biggest thing is the, the way they catch the ball. Uh, all pass receivers, still, the amount of drops is so low right now for the year. The way they're catching the ball is really good. Um, this past game was really windy. It was tough catching the ball. Um, I dropped two in the pregame, which is <laughs> which I pride myself on catching them all. But uh, there was was those two drops by me and none by the receivers. You know. Uh, which was outstanding. They continue to be really good at that. Also, the um, the, the separation they've they've gotten in the passing game, you know, the precision with how they run the routes, <clears throat> has been uh, been really good. And, and the third thing I would point out is their blocking. They are uh, Nico Donovan, Grant Perry, um, really doing the best job that we've had our receivers doing in the in terms of blocking on the perimeter. Down in particular, some of the steps that he's made. Boom, boom, boom. Those three at the top of the list. Left, Aaron. Jim, going back to Shea's decision making, throwing the ball, is that an innate quality of the quarterback, or did you have to work with him when he came in? Decision making? Is good to, I mean, did you work with him all on that? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, any, any, every system's a bit different, you know, so yeah, there's, there's got to be there's got to be programming of, of uh, reads, you know. Progressions. Uh, back with Dan asked about the run game. Everything together, that you feel like it's now all working in concert, orchestrated the way you, I mean, not the way you want it, of course, better, but do you feel like it's it's there as much as it's been at all to this point? Uh, I kind of forgot your question. 
Uh, no think about your dog. Do you have a dog? I do have a dog. Why do you have? It's a big dog, right? Yeah. How do you know this? I was. I was. You were. You, you were. You walking my dog? No, you were. You were. You were commenting on a, a running play. It was a um, pin and pull scheme, and you. Yeah. Were, I think you were taping it on your TV no. with your phone. I could hear a dog barking in the background. You sound like a big dog. I couldn't look at you without asking that. Uh, well, I do have a dog. Without asking that question. I'll tell him you say hi. What's his name? Biff is his name. Biff. The boxer. Yeah. Excellent. But, uh, How old? Uh, sound like a good strong dog. Ten, eleven. Okay. Wow, it's a good age. Okay. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, Question? To the answer question about the run game and how complicated everything can be and how hard it is to get everything on the same page at once, do you feel like it's do you feel like it's there? I think they're doing a good job. Um, yeah, I think they're playing well as a group um, and individually, each playing you know their best football of their careers. Ed Warner has done a great job um, and getting a lot of help uh, with the perimeter blocking by the receivers. Backs are really running hard and. Uh, Fullbacks doing an excellent job blocking, and the tight ends are as well. It's uh, you know it's, it's well coordinated. It's it's uh, schemed up really good, and, and they practice and, and work at it, and, and they make adjustments. And are you seeing with all? It's in a good gone in a, you know. Are you seeing good with direction. all linemen, even the second five? Do you see all of them starting to click into what they're being asked to do? Yeah, the second five. Uh, you know, it's not. I wouldn't say it's uh, humming. You know, as as well, you know, um, but it's a process there, and guys are coming along well. I mean, there's a there's a good defined second group that that uh, you know feel like are you know on track. Back Dan, in the time when coaches don't always get long enough, maybe to establish an offensive run game to keep momentum going and build that into the culture of their program. Why did you? That was an essential thing to do here. We've always thought that. Not just here, but other places. And yeah, so I, I, why is it in, in a, I, I guess coaches today don't have as long, right, to establish the culture of the program and keep momentum going and build what they want to build. And if it takes a long time to build the running game, people go away from that. So why do you feel that that's an essential piece wherever you are? Just feel very strongly about it and take time that takes it you know, is, is the time that it takes so cost what it costs um, feel strongly about having a good running game which I would like to also congratulate uh, Frank Gore the um, the record he set this past Sunday and Frank is my favorite player of all time uh, they've ever coached but 14 years of each year rushing for over 500 yards, surpassing Walter Payton and Emmett Smith is uh, is incredible, just incredible. And most of those most of those 14 years were a th- thousand. He rushed for a thousand each year. I remember his first 10 years were were each a thousand. So maybe I still get to a thousand this year. But uh, just all respect to. That accomplishment by Frank. Right here, Mark. Coach, is the lengths to which John Runyon Jr. has improved this year surprised you at all, or is that something you expected to see? 
Yeah, we, we figured that uh, you know that he would he would have a good year. Um, staying healthy was was key. Um, you know, he had a couple couple of fluke type of injuries uh, along the way, um, off the field injury and things that slowed him down. And um, but he's he had a really good year in the weight room, uh, uninterrupted the entire. Off season, as did all of our offensive linemen. Uh, the job ca- um, Ben Herbert and his staff have done, you know, really came right on time for our team, and, and the offensive line benefited as much as everybody, or more. Chris, a couple of things. What catches your eye when you watch film of Indiana? Well, they score a lot of points, and uh, they're really good on defense. They. Um, they always, we've just always been in tough games with them. Two ties, two overtime games, uh, and then a 20 to 10 game here in 2016. So um, we've always looked at them as a as a really really tough opponent. <clears throat> and I think the reason why, I mean, they they um, they're, they're good on offense. They attack. They throw the ball downfield. They you know, they got backs that run hard. They uh, they've always had a good line, and um, defensively, you know they you know we feel like we know what they do, and uh, you know they they are they are really good at at um, covering up problems, any kind of problem that they have, any anything that the opponent's doing to them. They they have calls, they have ways to you know get that addressed, and and uh, there's a it's it's a big challenge. Um, they do a great job. So. And then, I bring this up. Nineteen eighty-six. You guys, the game for the game. Is that a cliche when you get this late in the season? That uh, you know, not to look ahead. You know, maybe at the the big game of the year when you get this late in the year. Yeah, I think that's probably a good idea. Angelique. Yeah. I was just wondering, you said a few weeks ago you enjoy sitting in on Ed Warner's meetings. You learn a lot. Mm-hmm. What is it like being in Don Brown? Do you sit in Don Brown's meeting? What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> My ears. Uh, yeah, you don't have to sit in on Don Brown's meeting to uh, <laughs> to know what's going on in Don Brown's meeting. You just have to be uh, you know, just within 50 or you know, 75 feet. Uh, he's great. He's, uh, he brings the enthusiasm, the energy every single day. Yeah, these uh, paint peels off the walls. You know, we got to get it repainted every every couple of weeks. Uh, but do you learn a lot? Oh yeah, learn so much from Don. He's uh, you know, we talk about you know, Indiana does a great job of uh, making adjustments and make having calls and, and fixing things. Uh, Don's the best I've ever seen of any coach, either side of the ball or special teams. That can be standing on the field, you know, know what, know what happened, how you know how a play, you know, um, hurt our defense or you know had a, had a gain, and then be able to fix it with a call, know exactly what needs to be fixed, and and have it have it without needing to be in the press box or uh, look at the game film after the game, and just uh, just in. In-game 
not even have to chalk it on the sideline, but be able to, you know, have a call already ready to to fix the issue. And we got hit with one um, against Rutgers, you know, fine play where they faked the faked the reverse and and uh, the way we were handling their motion in the secondary, um, you know, gave up a gap and. Change, change, Chase's responsibility. Change the responsibility of the two safeties, and uh, they ran the same play at least once, once more. And and uh, the quarterback ended up, or the, was the was the back ended up having to pretty much eat it for a no yard gain. Um, he's he's the best. Can I ask about Tariq? Is he is he full go? I mean, is he? I don't think he got in on Saturday. Yeah, he's, he's, he got in on Saturday. Yeah, progressing, uh, pro- progressing good. There's just um, fully, in, you know, engaged with the trainers and uh, and with him on the things that he can do. You know, we're going to have him do and keep progressing more. Uh, you know, some certain types of routes. We're just saying, okay, maybe that's not as good. You know, puts more pressure on that that outside part of his foot, um, but. But uh, he's become more confident with it, and, and um, coach has done a really good job working with the with the, the doctors and the and the trainers to be able to get him out there without uh, making um, unacceptable risks. So. You expect Aubrey and Quiddy back this week? Yeah, as I said, I think uh, Aubrey's. I think I did tell you that Aubrey had a, was sick. Sick. It's, yeah, cold, it's, it's cold and flu season. Yeah, it is. Get your flu shots. Well, should, you should get a flu shot. I don't like them. Dr. Changalis here? We, uh... they, they, I get, no, I just don't okay. like them. <laughs> the experts say it's, it's good for you. I know. Little Quiddy. He should be good. He got hit on the funny bone. Had never been hit on the funny bone before, so I think that was could be scary when that first time that happens. Good. Anything else? Thanks. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.